1: All right, let's get right to it. All right, time to welcome you into another edition of the Ryan and Goodman podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He is Bob Ryan. And listen, we got a lot to talk about with your boy Kyrie Irving. He is back, Bob. Are you excited?
0: Well, I'm excited to see how this thing's going to work out. And he is an exciting player to watch. If you could divorce, it's hard with him, though. He's become one of those personalities in sport that you just can't look at as an athlete that you're looking at in the game you carry, he carries all this dare we say baggage this extra stuff uh it, it's almost like a, a fictional character or a movie role that you know that that is attached to him now he's he set himself apart from the norm you know and 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 i just hard to, hard to look at him in the normal way i mean there's so much to, to pull out of that game uh you know last night uh I might even start with the idea that he played a career high forty eight minutes coming up, coming off Went the second
1: game yeah what's ours. steve nash doing there what what's steve Nash why are you playing him so many minutes uh in his first game back i guess you you're you know listen uh you know i'm I'm sure he was staying in shape at least to some degree. In his a,
0: that amazes me. The minutes, of course, you know, it was a double overtime game. Somebody's got to play the minutes. But the fact is he played 48 and it was a career high, as it turns out. Durant played 50. Uh, Harden played 51. You know, that's what happens when you go double overtime. But the fact that he played 48 is significant. Um, no, but, you know, let's just talk about him before. you know His press conference the day before was uh, was classically Kyrie and it, it, it had you scratching your head at times. Uh, you know, you're, you're wondering, and I'll tell you one thing um, you talked about. I needed a pause. All right, fine. He he brought me up a little short, and um, he alluded to mental health. Yep. Anytime you get involved in that, you know, I, I get a little, All right, I don't want, I, want to, I don't want to be disrespectful. You of know? course. Now, you know what I've been saying about him, the, 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 the three things I've been saying, A, he's not as smart as he thinks he is, B, um, uh, every time he's, he's not, this won't be his last stop, and when he leaves, they'll say, "Boy, we couldn't figure that guy out." And number three, and this is where I, you know I may be overreaching my you know my bounds since I'm not a licensed psychologist, that I think he's searching for something in life and doesn't know what it is. Now, I I can be right about that, and and yet when I, when he, he alludes to mental health, we've you know we've had prominent players yep. make uh, public. Uh, references Kevin Love, sure. uh, Demar Derozan, etc., and I, and you should respect it. And I said, "All right, if, if if this is really you know what he's alluding to uh, as part of what what his situation is, you know, I I, I want to have respect and, uh, for it, and you know, and, and and give him cut him some slack, if you will, you know." For, for,
1: yeah, the the problem with Kyrie, honestly, the problem I have with Kyrie is is through so many interactions that I've seen not just with myself, but with other media members, the condescending part is the part that really bothers me. Bob. When you're, You don't have to be condescending, and he's done it over and over. So he's dug himself this hole where, again, if it is mental health, hey, all the best to Kyrie Irving. I hope you, you're healthy. I hope your family's healthy, all of that. But just treat people with more respect. And if you do that, like, people act like we're piling on Kyrie for no reason here. Oh. And, and people say it all the time about us, like, like you're biased. I'm not biased against anybody. I'm, I'm, I, I form an opinion based on the information and the interactions that we have with with people, right? Like, I've had enough of those with Kyrie to, to form an opinion of him that, honestly, on many days, I'm not a fan of his. On many days, I am, and, and I think that's part of the problem with Kyrie, and I've said this over and over. The the one word that came up over and over and over talking to teammates and coaches is moody with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. And, and and nobody ever knew what they were going to get from him, and I think even Kevin Durant's starting to see that now. The, the biggest thing I have with this whole Nets deal was just communicate because, like, Steve Nash know, had no idea.
0: No, so that's – that's just completely irresponsible and disrespectful. You're not You're not There's, 17. There is no defense for that aspect. Right. I mean, he makes it hard. See, he makes it hard. Then he turns around and we find out – we knew he was charitable, but if all the list of stuff that we're talking – that we're being told that he has done yep. is all true, my, hallelujah, my hat's off mm. to you. You know, I mean, yep. it's not just buying a house for George Floyd. He's got about five, six other great things he's, yes. he's apparently and
1: done. w WNBA since. contracts. And, I mean, he – no, give no, him credit. No, give no, give, no, give no, Kyrie no, no, credit for that. He deserves but, it.
0: But then he turns around and does stuff that makes it hard. You know. You know. Or, well, you well, you know what,
1: too, Bob. You 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 now. Okay, so we haven't even gotten to it yet. They get James Harden since we've done this podcast yeah. the last time, and now you've got these these three guys that are all lightning rods as, as individuals, right? Like I've known all, well all of them since they were young. I don't pretend to know. James Harden that well, but he's kind of aloof, a little bit different, kind of like Kyrie in certain ways, right? Like polarizing, absolutely. All three of them. Kevin Durant has become polarizing because of everything, him going to Golden State and then him going to Brooklyn. Um, So you just wonder, again, number one, you, you wonder about them on the court that there's only one basketball for three guys that want to score the basketball. That's what they do all three of them at the highest level. That's number one. Number two is can they coexist, you know, on and off the court, like with their, their egos, their personalities, are they reliable, all of them. And and then number three, and we can go in order if you want is can they guard it at a high enough level to win a title, to beat LeBron and Anthony Davis, who, oh, by the way, do guard at a high level. Like, James Harden is a joke defensively. Kyrie's a joke defensively for the most part. Kevin Durant, when he wants to be, can be clear, like, close to elite. But I, I worry about him for those three factors, and I just don't know if they're going to line up. Like, does anybody really think they can beat the Lakers? Well, we start off giving up 147,
0: you know, or, or looking at it the other way. We scored 142 and it wasn't enough. Um, I guess it was double overtime and, this, and the scoring is way up this year. And I love to talk about that. But, but the fact is, um, I think that's going to be the technical issue that's going to prevent them from winning if, 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 unless they're going to make some commitment to it. Uh, uh, as far as the basketball sharing is, uh, I would like to know, and I, I didn't, you know, you could look it up. I didn't have time. Or, uh, and uh, When's the last time James Harden only took 14 shots in a game?
1: I think he's proven a point before. I I, I kind of remember him proving, you know, I feel like in the first quarter, that's all he was doing, was proving, I don't need to score. I can be the facilitator. I don't need to be the guy. Well, like, that's easy to do for one quarter, James.
0: Well, as as it turns out, Irving took 28 shots. Durant took 25, and he took 14. And he had 12 assists. So he's he's able to – for one day, given I told you so to all of us that wondered about this, it's one snapshot evening in the NBA and we don't know how much you know, if he's going to be content to keep doing this. See, that, see me in a month. One you snapshot.
1: Know. Hey, Bob, one snapshot in which they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, right.
0: And, right. And in which uh, Colin Sexton went off for 42 points. Yeah. Right. And uh, I guess a number of six, tremendous baskets. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, but it's the jumping off point. It was fascinating. It was fun. None of little, you know, I'm a box score connoisseur. Yeah. I love box scores. Cavaliers played eight guys, seven were in doubles, and Okoro missed by one basket. Maybe. They could have had eight, and that is very rare. Eight out of eight would have been a box score keeper for me for all time. You know, <laughs> to see that of only eight guys, they all had dubs, and they won. You know, one more basket, two more free throws, and we would have had my dream box score.
1: So. Uh, if if I'm asking you to project uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals, hmm. are, are we going to see a Milwaukee Bucks Brooklyn Nets Eastern Conference Finals,
0: Bob? It's logical. I mean, who's the next one up to stop them? We have no idea how the Celtics are going to pan out depending on uh, when they get everybody back together, or if if you know. The other thing is the X factor. It's we're sitting here. It's it's mid. It's just past midpoint in January. Um, we have a lot of unknown uh, – a very perilous point in the COVID situation as the post-Christmas travel stuff, you know, starts to hit uh, people. Uh, you know, we, 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 games – we're ready for the nightly postponement
1: game. Yeah, every, but, every night. We, every
0: night. We don't know who's going to be healthy when, you know, what's going to happen. If
1: we could – knew – if we knew everybody's going to have their people. But this know? has been – listen, this is no surprise for anybody who's followed college basketball – When when you don't put things in a bubble, I mean, whether you're watching, you know, again, NFL, whatever it is, it's so much about, I don't want to say lock, but it is a little bit of lock-in timing is everything right now, right? I mean, the Knicks played the Celtics the other night without Jason Tatum, Kemba his first game back, and look at what happened. So, you know, I think, again, the Celtics, to me, I, I think have a chance to be number three. And maybe even number two, listen, I mean, again, I like the Bucks. Obviously, with your holiday, I think they're better. But if you give me a, a healthy Kemba with this Jalen Brown yeah, and, and Jason Tatum being what I think Jason Tatum is, okay, like then you got a chance. You got Tristan Thompson. I, I don't know. I, again, I, I think they can beat the Bucks. I just, you know, this Brooklyn team is just fascinating to me whether they're going to be able to put it all together and just kind of flip the switch and turn it on when they want and go get buckets when they want. And maybe they'll, you know, they'll defend it at a, at a high enough level um, yeah. where, where they can roll through the East. I mean, listen, again, you're putting three of, if you're doing a draft talent wise, Bob, mm-hmm. you're taking KD, I don't know, top three, yeah. you're oh, yeah. taking Harden top five or six. And you're taking Kyrie top 10 or 12 talent wise. The new year is here and marks a fresh start for your small business. Whether you're shifting business hours or hiring more remote employees, one thing that remains unchanged is the importance of having the right people on your team. When your business is ready to make that next hire, LinkedIn jobs can help by matching your role with qualified candidates so that you can find the right person and find them quickly. And to lend a helping hand, Your first job post is free. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 722 million members worldwide. Getting started easier than ever with new features to help you find qualified candidates quickly. Post a job with targeted screening questions. LinkedIn will quickly get your role in front of more qualified candidates. Manage job posts and contact candidates from a single view on the familiar LinkedIn.com as functions are streamlined. Onto one simple screen, and now you can do this all from your mobile device, no matter where the day takes you. That's how LinkedIn Jobs can help you hire the right person faster. Visit LinkedIn.com/scribe to get fifty dollars off your first job post. That's LinkedIn.com/scribe, and you'll get fifty dollars off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Oh no, it's a it, it's a formidable group. I mean, and, and you know the numbers they put up were tremendous. It wasn't enough, as it turns out, and that it comes back to the defensive thing. Once again, you don't want to overrate anything out of one night, but, but I think that the, the, it's clear that uh, based on who they are and their track record that the defense the defense is going to be the issue and, and when they get – and they, I think they can get out of the yeast playing the way they want to play. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, they could, you know, but if they don't dedicate themselves to defense. But the buck will stop eventually if they're playing the Lakers.
1: You wonder how Steve Nash is going to handle this whole thing, too. Well,
0: like, I, I I said I think that even though he's a rookie coach, a first year coach, he's not a rookie NBA person, right. and he is a person that has enormous respect. And I I I, I just think he do can, they
1: respect him? Do those three? Do you think they respect him enough? Like I don't. I mean, you well, heard I, the rumors I, I, come out about Kyrie.
0: I can't speak for them, but I can't. I'd like to
1: think that there, there shouldn't be any issue there with that regard. I mean, Kyrie didn't want him, right? That's what we heard. We heard Kyrie didn't want him as, as the head coach. I don't know if that's true or not, but that yeah. kind of came out. Um, you know, to me, again, like, I feel like, yes, there's a level of respect there. But ultimately, if Steve Nash, is he making calls? Is he saying run this play? And is Kyrie or, or, or Harden or Kevin Durant, are any of them even listening to him? Or is it just, hey, we're going to run what we want to run. Like, this is our team. This is our. Oh, We're doing we'll, what
0: we want. Well, we'll presumably or like, hopefully we'll we we'll figure this out over time. But it, it you know, the, but the, the the clock, you know, it started ticking last night. That's all. We that's the first time we saw them together, and and we saw a, a lot of what we expected, and 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 the numbers are, st- you know, the tremendous numbers. You know, I mean, but they didn't win, did they? No, they did not. They <laughs> and, did not, and, and certainly, and and. And Cleveland certainly wouldn't have been the first high on the list of teams you would have figured it would be the one to upend them in this circumstance, right? No, you wouldn't. So, whatever that means, I don't know whether you know they're better than we thought or whether this is, you know, uh, you know just sort of the, the uh, Nets are going to be defensively.
1: You know who's who's been polarizing and has been great so far this year? It is Joel Embiid. No. You know, like, like, I think right now you'd have to have him somewhere in the MVP conversation, you know. Uh, Philly's been good with Doc. Ten and five. Um, they've been without Seth Curry the last couple of games here, but uh, Embiid's played the majority of their games, and he's been tremendous. I mean, think about this: he's shooting fifty-five percent from the field, Bob, mm. um, which is what he always should have been shooting. Not not shooting quite as many threes. Eighty-four percent from the line, averaging over twenty-six a game right now, and Ben Simmons. His scoring has has dropped because of it. He's only averaging twelve points a game, but you know Ben, like he does everything else, right? He rebounds. He, he's averaging about you know nine rebounds, nine assists. Uh, is this is this a team that maybe we're sleeping on a little bit because of Brooklyn now? Because everybody still likes Milwaukee and Giannis and the Celtics because of Tatum and Jalen Brown. I feel like Philly's just kind of chugging along with a new coach, a new system. Uh, they're invigorated, and they've got a, a team that is well put together with, with some shooters, at least, instead of Al Hortford and Tobias and Embiid and Simmons that just didn't fit.
0: Well, I, you have to appreciate the management for assembling, going out and identifying a lack a need and need and and addressing it. You mentioned Steph Curry. he. Not Big Brother is leading the league in three-point percentage, hovering around sixty-six zero percent. Wow! Wow! I mean, when I saw that, I, I I stumbled upon that in passing one day last week, uh, Jeff. You know, I, I was looking at and they made the, the day they ran the stats, you know, and the paper we run them once a week maybe, and and I, I said, what Curry set percent three-point? I knew, you know, I, so yeah. No, they, they're dangerous. I like the word. That's the word I like to use. They're a dangerous team. You, you, you don't sleep on them. You they're a dangerous team. And Embiid, we talk about uh, the phrase that's crept into sports, in all sports, uh, particularly basketball, skill set. You know, he's always had the skill set. But we just wanted him to get focused. And, by the way, thank Pat Riley for introducing that word. That's Pat Riley's word. He introduced it 30 years ago into the discussion. Focus. Focus. Hidden agenda, Pat Riley. So I just yeah. want, I just want to tell you this. He, he put the word focus in, in a way and, and emphasized. Joe, Joe, Joe Embiid, you know, forget about social media, forget about commercials,
1: you know, play basketball, son. And He's so talented Play this game. <laughs> he, he is just so talented and, and like fun because you know what, like a, a lot of these guys worry about what they say. Like Joel just says it like I, as media people, we, we enjoy that because oh, yeah. you're going you're to get, you know, no, unfiltered Joel Embiid um, and you had unfiltered Marcus Smart as well because Marcus Smart saying that Joel was getting every call yeah. and then basically Joel flipping it on him and saying like, without calling him a flopper, calling him a flopper <laughs> and saying, hey, Marcus, like, you know how to do this. Thing. Yeah,
0: that's a. That's a living in a glass house uh, 100%. Uh, situation 100%. and you know i'm I'm high in the upper echelon on the uh, Marcus smart fan club you know yeah. uh, you know executive committee, but you got to be careful <laughs> you 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 can't <laughs> go around you just can't be the guy going around complaining about
1: referees falling for stuff exactly exactly so do, do you give Philly a legitimate chance at, at breaking through and getting you know Maybe getting into the Eastern Conference Finals or, 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 or the NBA oh, yeah, Finals? Let's face it. If we're going to still
0: think that Milwaukee is uh, – no, no. God, whatever happened to Toronto? Well, my God, is that a fall from grace?
1: Yeah, they're uh, – what are they? I mean, they're, they're, they're really, really, really struggling. Probably been as disappointed. They're 5-9. and nine. I mean, last year we were saluting them
0: for so shocking us for playing yeah. so well without Leonard. And, and, and this year they're doing what we thought they were going to do last year, I guess, so far. And uh, you know, once again, it's, a, it's something. It's a something's a miss. We know
1: that. Uh, maybe well, you know, cool. I'm not sure it's a miss as much as honestly. I, I feel like they overachieved a year ago. Well,
0: maybe so. You know, you
1: know, Van you know, Vliet had
0: taken such a step up, and, and uh, you know. But anyway, so somebody's got to play. Let's say it's Milwaukee. Somebody's got to play them. You know, and we think Boston has a shot, but certainly Philly has a shot. Um, absolutely. Um, you know, they. So I, mean, I'm, I I'm I'm impressed, and of course I'm. Sentimentally, I, I'm I i would not have a problem with it because of I love Doc, you know, and and uh, uh, I, it looks like it was a good idea for Doc to leave, and you know the, the old that you, you need to move on after a certain amount of years thing, um, so you know and, and and he's got a fresh start here, and I think I'm, I think it looks it's going very well.
1: As we said, the one thing with Doc is he's good with people, and, oh. and that's kind of what that Philly team needed, and, and obviously they made some moves. To help the spacing on the floor, but like off the floor was probably as big of a problem as anything in Philly and trying to get Embiid and Ben Simmons on the same page Um, and not moving either one of them. You know, the big conversation was, yeah, it's been for a year like, well, do you trade Embiid, do you trade Simmons? Yeah, I think you see if it can work. And, you know, there's no reason it shouldn't be able to work with those two of them, because Embiid, like you said, is skill. He could score in, he could score out, he can he can do whatever you need him to do at his size on the court. It's it's figuring out Ben Simmons is the bigger key and how you utilize him. And if he's on the court, you need to find four guys around him that can shoot the basketball. And they've done that now. And they've got obviously guys that, that can space the court with Seth Curry. Um, Bob, I know you said you've only seen snippets of Lamella Ball so far. Yeah, yeah, I mean. So yeah. far, listen. He's probably been better than I thought he'd be coming out of the gates. And Charlotte has been better. They've been competitive for the most part. Yeah. But LaMelo Ball's numbers, 11.8 points a game, 6.8 rebounds, 6.8 uh, one assist. all very not, I mean, good. 40% from the field, Yeah, 33 from three, which is right, right about where I thought. The the biggest thing for me is like a three to one assist turnover ratio, almost two two assists, uh, two turnovers a game, six assists a game. Yeah, as a rookie, and, as, a, as a rookie, that's impressive. Uh, you know, and it's just he's got the ball so much, and 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 um. No, I'm. You know, he's fun uh, to watch, Bob. The bottom line is this kid is fun. To, if if you watch him, he just sees things, as I've told you for years. Yes, he yes. sees things that other guys don't don't see, and he's able to get them the ball in the right places. Like if you just watch him, I mean, he, he really is fun and he's, and he's six, seven, that's the advantage he has over Lonzo is he can see over uh, and everything's a no look pass. like everything is flashy, <laughs> everything where Lonzo it's, it's more basic and um, simple. Um, but if Lamelo, and the other part that I'm, I'm impressed with is Lamelo is not, he has not been a train wreck on the defensive end. He's not great. But he's at least exerting effort. Nice. You know, he's making mistakes. He's losing his man at t- You know, especially playing off the ball uh, defense. You know, he loses his man. But but for the most part, his effort has been there when I've watched, and and I give him credit, and I give honestly Charlotte credit uh, for that for getting him to buy in. And it, it seemingly, I haven't talked to a lot of his teammates off the record, but I've talked to, to one or two of them, and and they like him. They like him, and and I think. Again, the biggest key for him is, can he get that shot to where it's consistent? He's not making thirty-three yeah. percent, but he's making forty percent from three. If he can, yeah, this could be a kid who's an all-star down the road. Meanwhile, the other big story there is what Hayward's doing. Yeah, you know, I mean,
0: including a forty-four-point game career high, and uh, he was—he seems he's—he's he's getting his his wish. You know, he's he's getting the the, the with the man more, and,
1: and he and hes doing it's what he money. wanted. The problem, the problem is, Bob, is anybody paying attention? Yeah. Oh, oh, of course, of course. Six and eight. You could have been on the Celtics on a team that's relevant. Now, again, could have been. You're not. You're not making thirty million for the Celtics, so he took the money, and he took an increased role, which you could you could tell. You know, he he never said it, and that's the great thing about Gordon. Like he never complained, never complained once here, Um, but I think. I think he was he was frustrated obviously that that Tatum and Jalen Brown were elevated, and he had become just kind of a forgotten man for the most part
0: yeah I, you know right there was no way you would know that you'd have to be around and to even have any hint of anything you know, because certainly he never had any public experience you know right uh, no that's not him
1: he's no. averaging twenty two oh, a game you know mm-hmm. twenty two a game uh shooting forty one from three ninety three from the line no. You know, the only thing he doesn't do, and he's still averaging almost four assists. So, he's got the ball in his hands to make plays. Uh, I, I'm happy for him. Gordon Hayward, always a great, great guy since, you know, since Butler days, quiet to himself, just kind of the consummate professional. It, it's just, I always play the what-if game when I think of Gordon Hayward and what if he hadn't gotten hurt here in Boston. Oh, please, You Me know, that I get- team now. Because now you see what Tatum and Jalen Brown are, right? Like, Nobody knew then what they were, and now you see what they. And if they had been able to grow oh. with a healthy Gordon Hayward and Kyrie locked in, yeah, they could have. They, they could have won this thing. I mean,
0: in a sense, it happened twice because not only did he get hurt in the first five minutes of his very first game with them, but last year they were playing great. Yes, and 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 hit the playoffs playing really well, and with three minutes to go in the first game, he goes down again. Right, am I correct on that? Yeah, yeah no,
1: you're right. You're right. And,
0: you know, and that was it. And they didn't have him, and and uh, until you know, and he he had they had it all was working well. They, he was facilitating. He was he was it was the, the mesh was really good. But anyway, um, I wish him. We, were, we you gotta wish him well. We all wish him well. And and um, you know, he he's, he certainly has shown the world I'm a pretty damn good basketball player.
1: Are we ready for some football? Huge games coming up. This weekend, obviously, you've got Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers and the Bucks and the Packers, and uh, Green Bay uh, favored by about three and a half points. You've also got the Bills and the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, hopefully, he'll play and be healthy, uh, giving three points there. Uh, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account. At betonline.ag and use that promo code CLNS50 for your 50% welcome bonus. Uh, Great, great. They got everything on there. Every prop you want, no matter what you want. They got college hoops. Gonzaga, the heavy favorite there, uh, obviously to win the title uh, for futures. Baylor, not far behind. Iowa as well. Don't sit in the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50. To receive a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit, Bet Online your online sportsbook experts. Uh, I, I want to hit on one college topic. Yeah, well, I got you. The Kentucky Wildcats are now four and nine, Robert. Four and nine uh, under John Calipari. His, his prize recruits have been terrible this year. Now again, they're young. They didn't have a full summer uh, yeah. like they normally do to to kind of build chemistry. But they're just not good enough right now. I mean, they're, they're Devin Askew. They had a reclassified point guard who's, who's been just okay. Their two big recruits were Brandon Boston, who, who was terrible until last night. He played well in a loss to a Georgia team that stinks. I mean, Georgia's they're towards the bottom. There's no Vern Fleming on this this Georgia team, Bob. Um, ultimately, uh, this is a this is a team that is probably. Not going to get much better this year. Terrence Clark, the kid from Boston, has been hurt, and even when he was in the lineup, he was ineffective. Um, they're 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 not they're not going to make the postseason of any kind. This is this is the worst season um, in like forever uh-huh. in Kentucky oh, yeah. basketball, and, and they have expectations, Bob, of going to Final Fours, winning national titles. They haven't been to a Final Four here since 2015. They went, I think, four, four times in the first five years uh, under Cal. Now, personally, the other part of this is there's a lot of people that want Cal gone now. There's some Kentucky fans that are saying it's time. He, he, he's more concerned with putting guys in the NBA than he is uh, on winning games. And then you had the incident recently where he kneeled with his players. And you don't do that in the state of Kentucky. Uh, that That's probably not the smart business or political decision to make if you're John Calipari. Where do you stand on this whole Calipari and his future in Lexington, Kentucky, Bob?
0: I'm fascinated from afar, you know, having watched and studied John since he came to UMass. And uh, this is a... I'm curious to see how he's reacting to all this. You know, I'm, I'm well aware that there's this dis, dissatisfaction that, and when it's all said and done, they won once in 2012. And, and, um, and that was that. And, and they, you know, could have, should have, but the, the undefeated year that, you know, that wasn't in, in the end. Uh, anyway, um, this incident uh, that you alluded to, which resulted even in the storekeeper burning or somebody burning the jerseys and, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, I know that's a, Whole other topic, but uh, I, th- I It's more important is the fact that they they they're not getting it done, and it, um, that to the degree that people expect. Uh, and he's changed the nature of what it means to root for a Kentucky team in that um, the you you used. To, I mean, I I go back way back, because I go, thinking of which, by the way, to, I remember a Kentucky team losing to Cornell with Walter Isdale circa 1964 when they were a 500 team. That's how far back you got to go where, where you know, they weren't very relevant. But the idea was that you had these players that you grew up rooting for and, you know, and and they grew up in your eyes and, you know, I go back to the the Issel pratt Casey team. They all went through four years, you know, uh, and that's the way the world was. We know that's the way the world everywhere, but the point is, he has made, and you're right, his – remember when – what year was it? Early on when, when he said he was pre- – the happiest night of his life was when he's got, uh, He had the than, drafted, yeah. Oh, rather than – I, I jumped – I went – I glanced it that way. I said, what are yeah, you – you can't ch- say that. You can't, can't say it. You've got to put championships as a priority and the, and the NBA development as, as the silver medalist, not the, not the gold winner in your, in your resume. That's the silver. And if and, and I, it, it may be time for him to, it, you know. I don't it,
1: think it you know. is. I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I disagree with that. I, I I don't. I think it's be careful what you wish for. Um, mm-hmm. Well, just who are you getting? Who are you getting, Bob? Bill, like I said, Billy Donovan isn't coming. He's he's turned it down multiple times. Jay Wright's not leaving Villanova to go to Kentucky. Mark Few, Tony Bennett, none of those guys are leaving. It, it, they don't want to go to Kentucky anyway. And now you got to follow Cal Perry. You don't want that, right? For Cal, I think the whole thing became like a drug for him with the players going to the NBA, right? He sensed that it didn't matter. If I go to the Final Four, I don't have to win a national title. They adore me because we're relevant again. And, man, I can get all these, these guys and, and send them the NBA, and then I'm going to keep getting more and more because that's my differentiator from Coach K. It's I'm going to beat him for the top players mm-hmm. and they love me here. Well, that allure has, has worn off a little bit, right? Like now it's, Hey, what have you done for me lately? You haven't got us to a final four in a while. And we're sick and tired of these kids leaving after one year and, and underachieving to some degree. I understand all that. I understand all that. The other part of this is Cal has not worked nearly as hard in the recruiting trail in the last year or two. He has not from, from my sources. He has not now again this past year a little different with the zoom you know zoom deal recruiting through zoom I I'm not even talking about that I'm talking about the year or two before this yeah. and, and you're seeing instead of getting the John Walls the Anthony Davises the the elite elite players he's getting the next tier and there's a big difference like Kate Cunningham went to Oklahoma State now he went to Oklahoma State his brother is on staff there yeah okay. You weren't beating, I don't care who you were, you weren't beating him because his brother was on staff there. But the, the what I'm trying to say is normally if you got Kate Cunningham on this team, instead of being four and nine, they're nine and four. He's that much of a different difference maker. And he used to get those guys, those elite yeah, top three, top five guys. Instead, he's getting the next tier, and Brandon Boston and Terrence Clark in the next tier are mediocre. They're mediocre. Like, like you just picked the wrong ones, or or you know, maybe you misevaluated where it's hard to m- misevaluate on an elite guy. Like Kate Cunningham, we all knew how good he is. Jalen Suggs, the Kidakin Taggett. If they had him right now, again, they'd probably be nine and four instead of four and nine. But you got Devin Askew, who is a four-year point guard, who reclassified, who it's going to take time for him to get. And he doesn't have enough around him. If he had four pros around him, Devin Askew would probably be okay. But he doesn't. So, ultimately, I I still believe Calipari will get a little bit of a jolt here, a little bit of a wake-up call. This will invigorate him. Like it did Rick Barnes when Rick Barnes went from Texas, got fired to Texas, and he went to Tennessee. And he really wasn't recruiting that hard at the end of Texas. And then he started getting after it again at Tennessee. I think the same thing will happen here with Cal with this season and he'll start to become a little bit more involved. And if they do this again next year or anything close to it, if they don't make the tournament again next year, yeah, like he'll go. Like the question will be Bob, if somebody comes calling knocking on his door after this season, does he say the hell with it? I'm out 12 years in Lexington. That's like a hundred years. Um, you know, at any other job, <laughs> do I just go at this point? Because yeah, I'm not dealing with this bullshit anymore.
0: Well, I'm trying to think of obviously that lateral moves are only you know. yeah.
1: If Kansas would be the only one that yeah. I would think if if something happened. And it won't happen. Here's the problem: if something happens with with Bill Self at Kansas because of the the NCAA stuff, yeah. The only if something happens it would have to be like a two-year postseason ban for them to fire Bill Self. And Cal Perry's not going anywhere not to be in the tournament for two years. So I don't think he goes anywhere else in college. I think it would be the NBA. And if the Knicks had opened up this year Hmm. with World Wide West and Leon Rose running stuff, like I think if it had happened after this season, Maybe Cal would have went to the Knicks and really wanted that job i don 't know what else. he can't get good jobs in in the nBA let's be honest he can't get a good job
0: no the, the, the idea that it's come to fall into this though is still shocking to me that that they are that this bad
1: they're, they're this bad they're yeah. terrible and, yeah. and by the way, Duke, Duke might not be a tournament team Bob they're five yeah. and four well, there was yeah you I know you know this, but I
0: saw something that was astonishing uh, that this is the first time that duke kentucky and and carolina none of them are in the top 25 since 1961 60, 60 years it's amazing <laughs> right it's amazing how is that? how about that and of uh, course in the old days it was a top 20 i don't know when the ap top oh, i didn't know that it was top 20 oh yeah it really morphed into the top 25 sometime in the last 25 or 30 years it was top 20 when I grew up, it was the top twenty, and so they. I don't know if, if they would have, you know. But they, they, the fact is that in the ranking, that it, it's the first time in sixty six oh years.
1: I mean, is- it's amazing to me that this is really the second straight year that we're talking about three of the elite teams: are Gonzaga, Baylor, and Villanova. Yeah, yeah, they've been great last year. They, they're great again this year. They may not fall off next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wonder. I wonder if this is something of, of 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 times to come here. Like are we are we gonna have a little bit of a of a change and not have those elite programs be as elite? Now, the, the big thing that may change everything is this one time transfer rule that's gonna go in for next year, Bob, which basically means anybody can transfer anywhere and play right away. Not not the same season. Um but yeah. um But if you transfer, you don't have to sit out for the full year that you usually do. So, you know, I heard the other day, so a a top mid-major coach told me that a high-major coach reached out to their best player through their their brother and basically, like, complete tampering. Yeah. That's what's going to – it's going to get worse and worse with the tampering and, like, the Kentuckys, the the Dukes maybe – they might just go down the list and say, like, if I'm Kentucky, just say, "Hey, who's the best six-five mid-major, pure shooter in the country? Let's go get him. Let's go get him. Whoever it is."
0: Yeah, well, the whole transfer thing is, a, is Not something games. I've been yeah. raging about, yeah. uh, and and it combined with the you know the fifth year thing, the, the graduate rule that. Uh, you know, it's, it's become so prevalent. Players' uh,
1: rights, though, Bob, Players' rights. That's what, you know, they can't fight it uh, if you're the NCAA. I, I just got
0: one little random observation, yeah. nothing that we were talking about. About Have watched some games lately, and, oh, boy, is the Big Ten. It really is loaded. It's and, fun. and are some fun teams. I mean, every Iowa game, to me, is appointment TV. I fell in love with an instant like with Minnesota last week when I saw them.
1: Yeah, you Michigan. see the kid Liam Robbins, the big yes. kid.
0: Yes, Liam Robbins yeah. against Michigan, and and uh, you know I know how loaded that uh, it really is uh, uh, a loaded league. With uh, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing Minnesota play again. You know, and I, I definitely always like to watch Iowa, and not just because of Garza, but the you know although, biggest Garza, shooters. Garza, I, 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 to me, it's like reliving my childhood watching a guy from the '50s and '60s. You know of. Uh, do it in the low post, and you know then, he turn, then he turned around. Then he turns around. Hits
1: four straight uh, outside sh- threes, and oh, uh, uh, I mean, it works, man. Ah. He works so hard on his game, but ah. Now again, he he looks watching him run hurts me sometimes. <laughs> he labors to run, but he runs so hard, and he knows his 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 drawbacks. He knows what he needs to, to do to, to get better. Like, I love Luke. I love him. Uh, Robbie Hummel compared him last week. I thought it was actually a pretty good comparison to Brad Miller. Brad Miller. Not a bad one. Right, let me just say a quick Brad
0: Miller. In yeah. 1998, I covered that World Basketball Championships when we couldn't send the pros, you know, the, the NBA because of the strike. And and Rudy Tomjanovich was giving his team of, of CBAs, and college guys, and Brad mm-hmm. Miller was on that team, and I go into it knowing nothing about Brad Miller, other than there was this kid who you know from Purdue, and his thing at that point was every game things. So you yeah, have people, uh, you Some guys, things just happen. They come in the game, and things just happen around them, and yeah. it can't be an accident when you see it time and again. <laughs> and you know, one night, okay, fine. He was a things just – and I mean good things. Good things happened as soon as Brad Miller came into these yeah. games. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm i just – that's it. I mean, yeah. you know, it went up and happened to the career that he had. It wasn't a great career. But but I'll always remember that. I, and the, the was that school. like
1: good things always happen when Rick Roby came in the game?
0: <laughs> Ro- Roby, you know, I, I, of course, I, I, I go – I love Rick Roby, but, uh, you know, Larry was said, he wouldn't have been MVP if Ed treated Rick Roby. <laughs> he was his roommate. <laughs> <laughs> and Roby, they laugh over that to this day, you know, Rick, Rick over that to this day, but, uh, anyway, you know, Rick, well, Rick Roby was a forgotten interesting player. Boy,
1: <laughs> He I was think. interesting. He was no doubt. Hey, I always remember, I don't know if I ever told you this story when I was a kid, um, go down, uh, you know, try to get there before the games, get there early. I don't know if you ever – I'm sure you saw these or, or heard them all the time. But I remember seeing – being fascinated, um, watching Larry and Michael Smith uh, gambling on shooting contests prior to the game. And you'd hear them. You'd hear them. And, and it happens all the time now. You, you see players doing it now. They're like, all right, $200 if I make this shot. This was like a – Focused shooting contests where these and, and Michael Smith needed the money probably too coming out of PYU. Um do you remember like were those Not really but I'll take your word for it.
0: You know, I, I I I don't know, I don't remember that, but I remember things about Michael Smith, you know, such as the fact that he's he he, he was a, a linguist and they had Dino Raja he could speak he could speak Serbo Croatian or whatever the hell Dino was speaking <laughs> I made a prediction about Michael Smith because he was a very controversial draft pick yes. at the time. And I said that there's no in between. He's either going to be a great pick or he's going down in flames.
1: And I was, and he, it was the latter. It went know? down in flames. Michael Smith couldn't couldn't get much done. He couldn't. I don't know what he what was he picked about 15, 16? Yeah, mid mid round, mid first. Right. I think yeah. so. Yeah. It did, did not pan out. Did not pan out at all. All right. Well, listen, uh, we will uh, we'll have more of a body of work next oh. week to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. They're like a, sure we'll, they are a lab experiment that we're, we're going to be
0: watching them every night. You know, come on, who isn't going to be doing that, you know, to see where it's going. But the first sample, the first things out of the jar were, I mean, uh, you know, it's it, it just yeah, fascinating. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that, how it pans out.
1: All right. Make sure you come back next week. Ryan and Goodman podcast. Make sure you subscribe uh, wherever you listen to your, uh, your podcast.